Hey, before we get into the show, just a heads up. The episode you're about to hear was pre-recorded. For breaking news around the coronavirus, go to WREL.com. From WREL News and the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network, this is your coronavirus, North Carolina News Brief for Monday, August 10th, 2020. I'm Cliff Bumgardner. Underneath every story we've covered here on the News Brief so far, there's been one key question. What comes next? When can we expect to see the other side of this pandemic? And what will the world look like when we do? Well, this week, we're doing something a little different as we look at that question directly. Recently, WRAL's Travis Fain had a conversation with experts from all across North Carolina, examining the impact the coronavirus is having on our state, our children, and our future. Today, Wednesday and Friday, we're going to bring you excerpts from that conversation. But before we start talking about the future, it's worth thinking about how we got to where we are today. So in this episode, Travis talks with NC State professor Tom Berkland about why this virus has had such an immense impact on our world and on America specifically, and what lessons we can learn from it. It's time to go on the record with WRAL News. Disasters have a multiplying effect, and a pandemic like COVID-19, well, that has the potential to change our world for decades to come. Good evening. I'm Travis Fain, and tonight we're going to talk about what these changes might look like, not just in the coming months, but in the coming years as policies shift and impacts spread like ripples on a pond. We've got experts in a number of fields with us tonight, psychology, education, entertainment, and urban design. But we're going to start with an NC State professor studying the ramifications of COVID-19 in real time. Dr. Tom Berkland has written two books on disasters and how people react to them. He's a professor at NC State and he's part of a team of researchers from around the country working together to inform public policy. Dr. Berkland, before we talk about the future, let's talk about the present. Why aren't we better at responding to this pandemic and really getting it under control in this country? Well, I think it's because the administration wasn't ready. Uh, the, the Trump administration wasn't really ready for a pandemic. And a pandemic was really high on the list of bad things that could happen, like, you know, a terrorist attack or a large natural disaster. And and the, the previous administration had briefed this administration. But this administration, we, we have some evidence to suggest that they weren't taking it that seriously. So that's the first reason. The second reason is that a lot of the messaging coming from the, the top of the federal government in particular has been confused and muddled. You have the president sending mixed messages, the CDC sort of unable to cut through some of the noise sometime and talk to people about social distancing and masks and things like that. We've had the president talk about, you know, cures or treatments that, that really aren't scientifically borne out. Uh, he's been very skeptical about things like masks. And so the messaging has been muddled. And so it's confused a lot of people about what they should do and what is you know, the right thing or the, the best thing to do in this situation. The, the federal government also has, uh, you know, Sort of abdicated a lot of what it can do to help the states, like provide ventilators in the early days of the pandemic. It, it left states to compete with each other rather than help the states uh, get needed equipment, personal protective equipment, ventilators, other hospital equipment, things like that. And a real big reason that things aren't going as well as they might is that there's real partisan differences in this country. We all know about the degree of partisan polarization in the United States, but that's reflected in the states where you have, if 
if you will, red states that were perhaps more skeptical about some of the more aggressive measures to control it, and blue states that you know jumped in early and and took more uh, you know, stringent measures on closings, mask wearing, things like that. Although I think we're starting to see the states converged now on a set of policies. But those are some of the reasons why I don't think we're uh, handling this as well as we could. It seems like the trust deficit has is, is, is definitely hurt us. One of the things in, in, in looking through your books that I took away was that uh, it's not a given that you learn lessons and implement them after a catastrophe. Several things kind of have to happen along the way for change to take hold. Yeah, that's right. I mean, you have to have a system that is willing to learn. Um, um, oftentimes, uh, government agencies after a disaster will issue what they call a lessons learned document. And uh, a colleague of mine years ago at a conference pointed out that a lot of times these aren't lessons learned, they're lessons observed. And the question is, why don't we learn the lessons? And there's a couple reasons for that. One, the capacity to take in information and learn from what worked and what didn't work uh, may be uh, limited uh, but budgets by the people that turn over and agencies, all kinds of things limited. And second, humans are always looking for the next new thing. And we see it in the news media, we see it in government, we see it everywhere. And so these kind of issues uh, drop on the agenda. And my research team and I have shown that that media coverage, for example, of the COVID pandemic did go down over time on a day-to-day -day basis. So uh, even the, the attention to it, while it's still a lot of attention to COVID right now and a lot of attention to trying to learn from it, we've got other things happening in the world to which we're also paying attention. Be sure to come back on Wednesday as Travis continues this conversation with Tom and talks to Dr. Katie Rosenbaum from the Duke Center for Child and Family Policy about the lasting impacts the pandemic may have on children. This has been your Coronavirus North Carolina News Brief for Monday, August 10th, 2020. As always, if you like the news and information you get from this show, let us know. Leave a rating, interview, wherever it is you listen. And while you're there, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss our new episodes. Thanks for listening.